Good evening, everyone, and welcome. Slightly different from last year, but nevertheless, to stand up here and see you all and welcome you to church for your traditional carol service, it really makes me really feel good and thankful to our Lord, too. I've just got um, a couple of things to say. Um, We'd like to give a word of caution. You've heard all this before, I know, but we would like to say it again, please. As we have heard from our Prime Minister last night, the coronavirus is still very dangerous to some. A greater risk means we need to show greater caution. We need to protect each other. Tonight, be careful not to mix closely with others after our service. We want to respect each other by by respecting their space and keep conversation to a minimum inside the church. Thank you, because this way we'll reduce the risks. Now, you won't be able to see it, but I've got a very, very pretty card, the Bethlehem scene, and it's a Christmas card, and it's from Sarah, our lay preacher. I'll read it out for you. Dear church family, Wishing you peace and joy at Christmas. Thank you so much for your continuing financial and prayer support of Haverhill District Youth for Christ. Your support for the work, and to me personally, means so much. Thank you for being part of the mission to see young people's lives changed by Jesus. With Christmas blessings from Sarah. And now I'd like to hand you over to our Minister, Peter. (laughs) I was playing hide and seek. (laughs) Welcome, everyone. A very warm welcome to you all. It's lovely to see you in church. And although we know this will be a very different carol service where we can't sing, a great part of me is just thankful to be here. So many Christians in our country can't come to church. So we're thankful that we can at least be here. We might not be able to sing, but we can still worship and enter into the spirit of the carol service through the words of scripture and through the words of ancient carols that speak to our hearts. And we pray tonight that this service will be a blessing to each one of you and help you to take that next step on the road to Bethlehem to welcome our Lord and Saviour on Christmas Day. We're grateful to our readers this evening and I invite you to use the lectern microphone and hopefully you'll have enough light there except for Wynne who will be reading her reading from the front as well and Wynne has got her torch, so we'll have sight. So as we draw near to God, let's just pause and remember how he came. Jesus came to be the light of the world. So we're going to now light our Advent candles, and I invite Tom and Dorothy to come forward.
We light our first candle for all good people, God's people. We light our second candle for all God's prophets. We light our third candle to remember the message of John the Baptist. We light our fourth candle to remember the obedience of Mary. She said, I am the Lord's servant. I accept whatever the Lord has for me. Like Mary, May God give us courage to say yes to his plans. Jesus, light of the world, shine on us. We'll remain seated for the carols this evening. We're going to listen to our first carol, a recording from King's College, Cambridge, recorded on Christmas 2015. Let's pray together. Oh Lord, it's wonderful to hear those voices so pure and heartfelt singing ancient words which still ring out with truth and meaning for us today. And Lord, that music lifted us to the gates of heaven where Your people, saints in light, worship you constantly, worship you now. And we thank you that our praise tonight is joined with theirs. And that their faith encourages us. Those who have gone before us, who carried their cross through heaven's door. And live in that nearer presence and greater light. We thank you and praise you that we are not divided. Once again we say, great and wonderful are the things the Lord our God has done for us. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. And Lord, how we need your light this evening. How we need your light to shine in our world and in our lives, scattering the darkness, casting out sin, bringing us freedom and hope when so many despair. So many feel they have lost Christmas already. But Lord, we know that it is a gift that can never be lost because it is the gift of Jesus who lives in our hearts by his spirit. So help us to worship you. Help us to have hope and courage this evening. However we come, lead us to 
that place of worship. Make clean our hearts to welcome Jesus, our Savior. Oh, come to us. Abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. For we ask it in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Of all the words used to describe Christmas 2020, the one that I come across time and again in in letters that we've received from friends at Christmas and also in news articles, is the word strange. And perhaps you've come across that word a lot. What, What a strange year it's been. Won't it be a strange Christmas? And what can be more strange than a carol service where you can't even sing the carols? And for many, the new restrictions will make it stranger still. Well, the first Christmas was pretty strange. The story of Jesus' birth is full of strange signs, wonders and happenings. A baby promised to the Virgin Mary. Another baby promised to Elizabeth in her old age. A strange-looking John the Baptist. And then that census, the unwelcome regulations, the demands of a government. That sounds familiar. And the birth of Jesus, as we see in our crib scene, in a strange setting. And for the shepherds, the strange sight of angels and strangers from the east, the wise men, bringing strange gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. Yes, the first Christmas was pretty strange. So it's okay if yours is looking pretty strange as well. In truth... A strange Christmas is an authentic Christmas. A strange Christmas, a simple Christmas, is authentic. So relax. Christmas 2020 will be strange, but it can never be cancelled. So we listen to a reading which speaks this truth. And gives courage to all who despair and say, we won't have a Christmas this year. Phoebe's going to read to us. We won't have a Christmas this year, you say, for the children have grown up and all gone away. And the house is so lonely, so quiet and so bare, we couldn't have a Christmas that they didn't share. We won't have a Christmas this year, you sigh, for Christmas means things that money must buy. Misfortunes and illness have robbed us, we fear, of the things that we'd need to make Christmas this year. 
We won't have a Christmas this year, you weep, for a loved one is gone and our grief is too deep. It will be a long time before our hearts heal and the spirit of Christmas again we can feel. But if you lose Christmas when troubles befall, you never really had Christmas at all. For once you have had it, it cannot depart when you learn that true Christmas is Christ in your heart. Amen to those words. And we're going to listen to the story of that first Christmas night. Sandra is going to read to us. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And we listen now to our next carol, Silent Night. On a nearby hillside, in the darkness, some poor shepherds were watching over their flocks. And the silent night was shattered by the sound of a heavenly choir and a blaze of dazzling light. John reads to us Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David... A saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men of whom his favour rests. Mm. 
And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The band and singers of the Norwich Salvation Army lead our next joyful carol.
And the shepherds were not the only ones led to the stable. Sometime after Jesus was born, wise men from the east came searching for the newborn king. David is going to read to us from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler, who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. They then opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and incense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. The wise men were guided to Bethlehem by a bright star in the night sky. And likewise, we can never find our own way to Christmas unless God leads us. The star stopped over the place where Joseph, Mary and Jesus were found. This week, may we also be guided by God to a place of worship and thankfulness, treasuring up with Mary the good gifts of God in our hearts. At this point in our service, I would have welcomed Jackie Player to sing a solo for us. But circumstances meant that Jackie can't be here tonight, so Jackie has kindly recorded the song for us. So we listen to Jackie sing, Mary, did you know? Did you know that your baby boy 
Thank Jackie for blessing us through those words. And the baby Jesus did grow in wisdom and stature to be a man. And when the time was right, his wonderful ministry began. And the preaching of John the Baptist prepared the way for Jesus as Wynne reads to us from John chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. Jesus' hands were kind hands, doing good to all. Healing pain and sickness, blessing children small. Washing tired feet and saving those who fall. Jesus' hands were kind hands, doing good to all. What about our hands? 
as we watch our next video, which is a poem with a message, I invite you to simply open your hands on your lap. So let us pray as we open our hands to God. God, our maker, we lift our open hands to you now as we worship. You see our hands and you know their story. You look on our hands with love and kindness. You understand. You reach out to us as our good shepherd. You take hold of our hands and we take hold of yours. We thank you for the helping hands of others. We thank you for the supporting hands of our family and our friends. We thank you for the praying hands of our church family. We thank you for the serving hands of frontline workers. We thank you for the hands of scientists discovering a vaccine. We pray for the empty hands of the unemployed. We pray for those whose hands would cause hurt and injury. We pray for the weak hands of the sick and the frail. We pray for those whose hands carry a heavy load tonight. We pray for those whose hands must let go of a loved one. We pray for the hand of friendship where there is conflict and division. Jesus, Prince of Peace, together may we join hands of peace around the world this Christmas and New Year. Take my hands, Lord Jesus. Let them work for you. Make them strong and gentle. 
kind in all I do. Let me watch you, Jesus, till I'm gentle too. Till my hands are kind hands, quick to work for you. These prayers we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and living Saviour. Amen. And we join our prayers with the whole church as we say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. It's been really wonderful to have you here this evening. And we do thank our readers tonight and all those who have made it possible to be here. Our final carol features the voices of Sam and Sarah Hargreaves and Dan Warwick playing, O Little Town of Bethlehem. I hope you are able to join us on Christmas Day morning at 10 o'clock. There are still some spaces, um, but I realise that some may have other commitments or not be able to be here. So to those... I do wish you all a very happy and blessed Christmas. Um, Thank you. And a peaceful new year as well. We're going to dedicate our gifts now to the Lord. Jesus is the first gift of Christmas. Jesus is the best gift of Christmas. Lord, we offer to you these gifts and our lives and what you desire most of all, our humble, thankful hearts. Amen. Go home in peace. Go home in joy. Go home to love. This Christmas and for all time, Jesus loves you. Pass it on.